Welcome to the Doctor's Nutrition Show with Doctors Jim and Janine Fox. Together, they bring over 50 years of combined experience helping people just like you attain better health through interpretation of lab work, nutrition, supplementation, and lifestyle changes. And now, here are the Doctors Fox with the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Welcome to the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Janine. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about something really important, especially to the female population out there. That's breast cancer. Breast cancer prevention. Well, yes. You know, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, right? It is. It's October, so it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. So we want to talk about what are some of the signs of, you know, maybe having breast cancer. What Mm -hmm. are the risk factors of breast cancer? And some of the things that you can do in your lifestyle and your supplementation to prevent breast cancer. Exactly. You know, one of the first things that, you know, we always question a a female patient about is her family history. Right, because family history is important. It's very important. You know, if you have a family history all the way back to grandmother, aunts, whatever. uh, Sisters and mothers mothers are really important. Yeah, but even all the way back to grandmother, uh, great aunts, all that stuff. All of that makes a big difference because that shows a propensity to develop, you know, the genetic propensity to develop the... Right, and they the definitely stuff. know that family mm-hmm. history makes a difference. But in yes, today's world, we are seeing an abundance of women come in that have been diagnosed with breast cancer, and they haven't no one in their family. So I, just because yeah. you don't have someone in your family does not mean that you can't get it. I was going to say that <clears throat> that's something we want to, <clears throat> excuse me, make a, a parent to everybody is over the past few years, maybe five years, we've noticed a... a enormous amount of females coming in and they are the first generation to have breast cancer right and they've even been tested for the genes and they don't have them so you don't have to have the gene you don't have to have it in your family but if you do have it in your family along with the environmental toxins today you are at high risk yeah since you brought up environmental toxins let's talk about a lot of that stuff you know one of the big things is the plastics and use of plastics and and yes especially in, in modern food preparation you know the uh all of the and you know everybody i'm sure if you've picked up a plastic container or whatever and it says bpa free and and you may not know what bpa is but it's bisphenol a and uh, it's one of the phenolic compounds that they use to make plastic tough and hard um but it's also been shown to outgas some chemicals uh, some of these phenolic compounds that have, in, especially in the animal model, shown to increase uh, cancers of all kinds. Not right. just breast cancer. But, and even you know. though a lot of them are saying that it's BPA-free, they're well, using an alternative that is also harmful. Yeah, it's called BPS. Right. So there's kind of, yeah. you know, because one thing's out in the media, they'll change it. So really, one yeah. thing we want to point out is stay away from plastic. Um, totally. It is hard in today's world, but all these foods <laughs> that you buy and you stick in the microwave still in their plastic, that is horrible because heat and plastic is when you actually get a lot of the chemicals into the food yeah that's probably the worst and you know and and of course you know it always kind of scares me you go through the grocery store and you see all these packaged especially vegetables and stuff or you know kind of a pre-packaged even even real vegetables already wrapped in plastic saying it's ready for the microwave yeah like that is you don't need that kind no for god's sakes don't do that yeah please don't do that um, that's probably one of the worst things you can possibly do. And even storing in plastic. So yes. even if you take a you know, hot food and you put it in plastic, it can still Same grab thing. some of them chemicals from the heat. Yes. So don't store in plastic, get glass. 
Glass, um, glass, glass is going to be much better to actually store in. So that's kind of one of those things because, you know, when we mentioned environmental toxins, we are loaded with plastics in today's society. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned something about heating stuff in the microwave. You're probably better off to not heat anything in the microwave. However, uh, you, if you do, if you do God's sake, make sure it's glass or porcelain or something like that because it's, it's just extremely tough. Uh, when you start giving any of these uh, plastic compounds, uh, when you heat them, they're going to outgas right. all kinds of chemicals. And there's not just bisphenol A. There's tons of And a lot chemicals. of xenoestrogens. But a lot of anyway, let's get back to okay. who's at risk for breast cancer. Well, So we, we talked about? about family history. Right. And we mentioned environmental toxins, which we are all exposed to that. So that's there kind of not at risk because we all have that. That's right. Um, the other things that you have to look at is at what age you had a baby. If you were under or 30 if you, or if, if you, you didn't, ever had a baby if you ever yeah. had a baby yeah. if you've never had a baby or you were over 30 when you had a baby it is one of the risk factors for breast cancer it is it increases your risk dramatically right. if you started your cycle before 10 years old yes another risk factor which we're for breast seeing cancer. a lot of that now we are we're seeing more um, and more. kids younger and younger mm-hmm. start their cycles and that does increase the risk of breast cancer it does so those are some of the risk factors another risk factor those are ones that sometimes you really can't control a lot That's true. i guess you can control having a baby but you know not yeah. a reason to just go out and have a kid for no reason is because right. you don't want breast cancer <laughs> exactly but the ones that you can control is obesity Yes. There's no doubt that they know that obesity increases the chance of breast cancer as well. Now, not to say that thin women don't get breast cancer because we see no, it every day. True. We see that every day. But but we do know that the every fat cell tends to hold some estrogens. It does. Estrogen compounds. And so that's a, you know, the more fat cells we have, uh, the more chance we have of holding or harboring some of these, especially some of the bad estrogens. Right. That's the that's the downside to it. So, you know, even if you're just 10 or 15 pounds overweight, if you could get rid of that 10 or 15 pounds, it could lessen your risk right. and lower your chance. And then another risk factor is outside hormones, yes. whether it be birth control pills, yes. whether it be hormone replacement, mm-hmm. even some of the bioidentical hormone replacements. Yes. If you're taking outside hormones, it definitely increases your risk as well. I've seen with birth control pills, they say it increases your chances of breast cancer by like 30%. Yes. Um, so that is something that you can control and you can do other things for birth control and i'm one that really don't like the pill because i see so many problems that it does cause women not just the breast cancer but depression weight gain mm-hmm. anxiety high right. cortisol i mean it does all kind of things so those are some of your risk factors so you know if you have those risk factors you have to be even more diligent to do prevention right to keep from getting breast cancer yes for sure. And especially in today's world where breast cancer obviously is huge. I mean, because when you see in October when there is breast cancer awareness, everybody is in on it, which is yes. good because you do want people to know that it is a problem. Yeah, but the other 11 months a but, year. Right, yeah. exactly. But just being aware of it is not enough. No, it's not. To me, being aware that breast cancer is out there doesn't help. You have to do something for it. Well, that's the duh moment. Exactly. But, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, everything talks about awareness. I know. We want to talk about prevention. Yes, so we just mentioned, you know, all the things that makes you at risk. Right. Now, what are the signs, say, that you may have a problem? Well, you know, the, the signs and symptoms that, that typically that we always are taught to look for, of course, is a deviation of the nipple. Right. For instance. Any it, deviation. Any whether deviation. It's inward, whether it's dimpling, dimpling of the breast in general. In general. Now, yeah. that usually takes pretty advanced breast cancer it's, to start yeah. doing that. Yeah. And so we, we want to point out first... The main symptom 
is usually nothing. That's true. And that's the downside. That is the downside. Usually most women, especially if detected early. Right. Zero symptoms. Absolutely. Zero symptoms. They don't even feel a lump. Now, if you feel a lump, you definitely want to get it checked out. Especially if it's not tender. Um, Even if it's tender. But even if it's tender. Get checked out. Get it checked. Uh, Possibility if it's tender, it could just be a cyst or something. But you still want to get that. You want to get that checked out. One of the things that's, this is why this time of year, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, they always stress, you know, having your mammograms. Now, something that we also stress is there's other tests that you can do. You know, for instance, there's a thermography. Right. Thermography is heat sensing. Right. And it doesn't give you the radiation. Right. It actually is completely non-invasive. It looks for heat. And usually you have to look for someone that does it. It's not your standard test. It is FDA approved test. It is. Um, But it is. Research on it shows that it can detect cancer way before some of the other modalities. I mean, before you can even see it on a mammogram. Right. So in an area that is actually, it looks real hot, it means you're getting more blood flow to it, which means yeah. why would you get blow, blood flow to one little region in a breast? And it's because right. there's probably cancer cells there. So cancer what a thermography yeah. does is tell you to look farther. Right. Unfortunately, sometimes it can detect it so early that the other test can't detect it yet. And so that is the downside, but it is another test. I do it myself occasionally, Mm -hmm. and I just had my mammogram this week in October. So, and I don't do that every year, and they do suggest it sometimes, the suggestions out there every other year. Sometimes it's every year. I don't want the radiation every year myself, so I do thermography in between. Right. But if you have a lump, you definitely want to go get it checked. Exactly. And I think the thermography is just a... You know, a very good early detection thing. You know, if you see a problem, if they detect a problem with thermography, then you definitely want to follow up with it. And, uh, and oh, definitely. It, there's, there's, there's the mammogram, and then there's also ultrasounds, there's MRIs. Actually, MRIs are one of the most sensitive <clears throat> tests sensitive. otherwise, but a lot of insurance companies won't pay for MRIs, and a lot of cities don't have MR, breast MRIs. They're specific MRI units for breast. Well, that's true. And a lot of places don't have it, and if they do have it, it's expensive, and insurance companies a lot of times won't pay for it unless you've had everything else done first. That's right. So that's kind of where you get into with MRI, because it is one of the better testing. Right. Um, there's even what they call they're, they're, one of the new mammogram um, units out there mm-hmm. is almost like a CT scan where it right. does slices on the mammogram. Right. And that's a new upcoming test as well. Um, it's still radiation. So that is, is one that still does radiation and it's still your regular mammogram, but a little bit more sensitive. Exactly. So there's a lot of things coming out and a lot of ways you can do for detection. You know, but that, back to the, the plain old self-exam. Exactly. I mean, you know, you know your breast better than anybody. And if you feel something that's not right, that wasn't there right. last week, then, hey, it's time to get it checked out. And if you're one of those with fibrocyst. Oh, yeah. Now, fibrocyst is so common, and so many people have fibrocyst. There is something that really helps those. And almost every woman that comes in, it works for. And that's primrose oil. Um, primrose oil, if you do a high enough dose, will definitely help those cysts. And getting the cysts where they're not feeling like lumps is helpful because then if you do feel a lump, then it might be something different. And you don't want to ignore lumps just because you have fibrocysts and you think, well, that's normal for me. Because I have seen women that didn't go get it checked and it ended up being breast cancer when they found out and it had already spread everywhere. So because they did ignore it for so long. We've seen, unfortunately, uh, and and unfortunately, a lot of those women that we've run into with that where they had a history of fibrocysts, ignored things. Right. Because, Every well, time they had a lump, it's just a fibrocyst. Yeah. And then, of course, they, they developed breast cancer. It spread. It metastasized. And now they're no longer with us. Right. That's so, the side. So yeah. early detection is important. Very that is important. one thing they do 
you know, stress in the breast cancer awareness. And we stress the same thing. Exactly. But on top of the awareness and early detection, we say prevention. Don't wait until there's a problem. Exactly. And that's like, okay, we mentioned a little bit, kind of touched a little bit on it earlier about the plastics, you know, but uh, one of the big problems is there's so many environmental chemicals that are estrogenic. Right. And that's the, that's the downside. And, you know, when we look at that, then we have to look at something in our body called detoxification. Right. And, and there is a compound out there. Mm-hmm. It's called calcium deglucrate. It right. actually works on the glucuronidation pathway right. for detoxification that helps get rid of your harmful, um, what they call xenoestrogens. Right. And it actually helps with toxins and carcinogens. And it is actually, really, the research on it is not just for breast cancer. It's for oh, all no, cancers. Any kind of cancer. Yeah. And you know, so it's one that never hurts to take. Um, so it's one that you don't, when you take it, there's no side effects no. and people don't get sick to their stomach and they don't, there's nothing with taking deglucrate. No. So that's just a good thing probably for, if Everybody. you have high risks, mm-hmm. it's really good to take. And we do, we do sell deglucrate. We've used it for years. Yeah. You know, and I always go back and say, you know, rule number one of detoxification, stop, stop. putting toxins in. Okay. That's rule number one. Which is changing your diet. Too. Which is going to be a lot of the diet Which changes, is eating right? mostly organic. I had a lady just the yes. other day that was, you know, she was in, she had breast cancer. She was only 44 when she had it. Yeah. We were talking and she's eating very clean, but she still eats dairy. Yeah. And I said, well, do you at least eat organic? And she was like, no. And I said, have you ever thought about how dairy cows or, you know, yeah. what they do to them? Do. Yeah. And she's like, no. Yeah. And I said, well, even the organic ones aren't necessarily great because they have to keep them pregnant to keep them producing milk. Which increases our hormones. Which increases hormones. So even yeah. your organic cows and organic dairy still has high hormones because the cows themselves are pregnant. Right. I said, now, the ones that aren't organic get shot up with even more hormones to produce more milk. Yeah, that's where they use that stuff called recombinant bovine growth hormone because it makes mama cow make a whole lot right. of milk so okay. i do tell people if you've had breast cancer or you're at high risk you may even want to eliminate dairy but if you do dairy make sure it's organic and even the organic dairy still has a little bit high hormones just because the cow itself it's got a lot of hormones but it's going to actually be better so and yeah. even eating organic is better anyway because of the chemicals and toxins that are not in the food that That's are right. in other foods you know especially you know when you look at at even your vegetables and so on and uh, look at what you what's used on them. You know the various herbicides, pesticides. Most of those pesticides very estrogenic. Right. Almost all of them are very estrogenic themselves, and that of course winds up in us, and that causes issues. And that's back to the things like the deglucrate. Uh, that's the part of it. Now, one thing that we see an awful lot of females do is they'll get on the grapefruit diet. Yes. Oh geez. And they always ask, well, what do you think about the grapefruit diet? Well, I'm going to tell you, don't do it. And simply put this way, there's a compound in grapefruit called norangitogen. It's a hard one to say. It's, yeah. it's kind of a messed up. But, but anyhow, it's there, okay? And this stuff, norangitogen, actually stops or suppresses phase two or that glucuronidation that we were talking about earlier. Detoxification. Detoxification. So they actually showed that, that females that eat like a half a grapefruit a day increase their risk just there. By 30%. Right. It's a huge risk huge when you look risk. at just doing a half of a grapefruit a day. Or grapefruit juice. So don't make that a daily routine no, no, for no, no. sure because no. you don't want to ever stop detoxification. Occasionally because, maybe, but never on a day. Right. Don't occasionally maybe, but not all the time. Right. So that's one of the only real foods, like a real whole food, mm-hmm. non-processed, they've shown mm-hmm. can increase the risk yes. of breast cancer. So you don't want to do that. 
But that's pretty significant. Exactly. So no grapefruit. Now, and also getting sugar out of your diet. Well, when sugar, it comes to yeah. any cancers, it doesn't matter sugar it feeds cancer. And yeah. they've actually proven that. And there was even some new research recently that came out, right. again, saying same thing. So you don't want to eliminate, you know, you, you do want to eliminate the yeah. sugar from the diet and Definitely. go to a real food diet, yes. non-packaged processed foods, try to eat as organic as possible. So that's kind of what you can do diet wise. Um, and then other supplements that there's a lot of supplements for breast cancer prevention. There really are probably one that, that we, uh, I guess, espouse or use the most is a compound called diendolylmethane, or D-I-M. Right. It actually is a compound that comes from cruciferous vegetables. Yeah. Broccoli, cabbage, all that stuff. But it takes about 10 pounds of those vegetables to equal the dosage that we use on a daily basis. And on a daily basis, if you eat 10 pounds of those vegetables, you're going to have more gastric involvement than you wanted to have. And don't do that by the pills. Um, (laughs) And the DIM, the good thing, the initial research for DIM was on breast yes. cancer prevention yes and then they start you know they've looked at prostate cancer prevent oh, all hormon- hormonal cancers Correct. it changes your estrogen metabolism so it actually changes the pathways in which your estrogens take to make them more beneficial right it's not a hormone itself a lot of females have that, that uh, common misconception that oh dim is actually a hormone no it's not it simply changes like janine said the the metabolic pathways that your body has to process those hormones taking bad hormones making them a little better and the good thing about dim okay the initial research was for breast cancer Mm -hmm. now some of the research is actually going for weight loss due to hormones yes it actually is looking at thyroid function and how it's increasing thyroid function and one thing we've used for it for years is fertility because we've actually shown if you straighten out the hormones then we we increase fertility so we've used it for a bunch of different things we've even used it for hormonal acne because it does help with the cystic hormonal Mm -hmm. acne it even helps people that have PCOS. So you start looking at all those things. DIM is beneficial not just for breast cancer prevention. It's actually just beneficial for hormonal balance. Yeah, in men and women. I mean, I don't really? you know, don't leave the guys out on this one. Well, I'm yeah, because prostate cancer is another thing that's been shown right. to prevent. Mm-hmm. So men out there, you know, if you're listening, you can definitely do it as well. I take but, it myself. And another mm-hmm. thing that DIM does is balance mood. Um, yeah, it yeah. is one of our biggest sellers where husbands come buy it for their wives Yes, and they say, I can tell a huge difference in her if she don't take this. So it's, it's really about even being happier yeah. and healthier right. and not having the mood swings and balancing your hormones in general. It helps with cramping. It helps with your monthly cycle. Right. There's so many benefits to DIM. So that's one thing that we do stress a lot in women that come in and especially ones that are having hormonal issues which is a lot of them a lot yeah. and it's something that is actually so good for breast cancer prevention and you know another thing that we stress and back to something that janine mentioned earlier the calcium deglucurate uh that stuff is just phenomenal is. to add i mean if you've got a high history uh you've got a lot of the markers that tell you that okay you you've got this chance of of having you know a breast cancer pop up in your life then, you know, something like DIM and the calcium deglucurate right. are tremendous. And another one is resveratrol. Oh, resveratrol has been studied so much. Oh, it is. It uh, has so much research. Go to yeah. PubMed. Oh, yes. And just type in resveratrol and breast cancer. You'll have all kind of stuff. And even resveratrol and almost any cancer. Any cancer. Actually, but that, and that's PubMed. It's P-U-B-M-E-D. It's uh, actually the National Institutes of Health. Any peer-reviewed jur- uh, journals from around the world, actually, not just here in the United States, all of the research is published. And like she said, if you just go to PubMed, type in resveratrol, comma, cancer, 
Oh, my God. There's going to be so much stuff come up that's actually yeah. been researched, not just somebody's opinion. Yeah. And on resveratrol, sometimes people, people are like, ah, cancer prevention's not enough. But when you mention that it's anti-aging, yeah, a lot that, of people well, go for it. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, you know, it, having cancer, yeah, that, that's pretty bad stuff. But if we could do something that would right. prevent it's aging. It's been shown to actually keep telomeres from shortening. And right. when telomeres shorten, you age. So, Resveratrol has also been shown to be anti-aging. So what better than cancer prevention and anti-aging? I mean, seriously. And, and, and that's in men and women, too. Men and women, exactly. I mean, a lot of research and on And it also has cancer. your natural aromatase inhibitor properties. That's what it is. Which basically. when women have breast cancer, they put them on those little pills, um, what block your estrogen. Arimidex. And so Arimidex, on. things like that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of new ones out, too, oh, now. Yeah. But resveratrol, now it doesn't have all the side effects of those medications because that is a lot. It doesn't increase blood clotting, does not make the hot flashes, none of that. But it does block the estrogen they have found. Mm -hmm. So just another one of those supplements is actually very good for prevention. Right. Uh, And, of course, there's other things. You know, there's a compound called uh, sulforaphane, which comes from your broccoli Broccoli sprouts. No, broccoli seed Seed, extracts. Yeah, it actually comes from the sprouts. So if you're eating a salad, have some broccoli sprouts. I had a lady the other day was talking about it. She said, where do I get those things? I said, do you grow sprouts for your salad? Oh, yeah, it's alfalfa sprouts. Okay. We'll go get broccoli sprouts. get you some broccoli seeds. You know, you can buy those. They're in the mix. I asked, when you're growing your sprouts for your salads, just grow some, throw some broccoli seeds in there. Now you've got the sulforaphane that uh, uh, right. will take care of it. You know, and so, we do have a product called Crucera, yeah. which actually does have it in there as well. Yeah. But there's and another thing that we haven't mentioned, and it's one of those really simple things, is vitamin D. I mean, Ooh, vitamin D. Of course, huge. we can do whole shows on vitamin D, but it is we definitely have, of I all think. cancer. Yeah. It's been shown to be cancer preventative, and it's an easy thing to check to see if you need extra. And, and here's something that I want to bring up right now about, about vitamin D. I, we talk to people every day. I mean, we talk to hundreds of people. And, and here's the deal that I hear all the time. We routinely check, if you do one of our blood panels, one of our uh, lab panels, vitamin D, chances are, is going to be part of it, okay? Mm-hmm. Because it's that important. And I have people tell me, well, you know, my vitamin D was low one time, and I took it for a while. Are you still taking it? No. Have you had it checked? No. Okay, you're probably still low. We, we find that people that tend to be low on D, even if they take it and it comes back up to normal, when they stop taking it, it falls it again because again. we see that every day. Yeah. Um, usually the person has something in their body where they don't produce an adequate amount. They don't, they don't utilize it properly. Sun. They don't uh, get out in the sun enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons. Their skin's too dark because that actually does affect the D production. It does. But if you've been low, chances are if you're not taking it, you're still low. You're still low. So... D is something that's easily checked. That's easily why I said checked, but it's but it's very 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 important. It is, and it's very important in right. breast cancer prevention. So yeah. another thing that we just wanted to mention definitely helps prevention. So there's right. so many things that you can do for prevention. People think they have to just wait around and wait for it to come. No, that's awareness, and that is that's actually being awake. <laughs> right? Check, We're talking about prevention. You know, people okay. catching it early. Well, yeah. you don't want to catch it. You don't want it, You don't want to get it at all. And that's so, right. and it's not to say that you can do everything right and still not get it. But it does decrease the chances. Right. And so you always want to do as much as you can for prevention. Oh, exactly. You know, an ounce of prevention is it's worth, worth a pound, pound of cure. cure. And that is right. the truth. And it's always easier to prevent than it is to try to do something about it once it's there. Yeah, prevention is much better than treatment. Exactly. So we want to stress, stress, stress prevention. And if you do have the high risk factors, then mm-hmm. you do want to do something for prevention. There's you no want to do all the lifestyle changes. You want to change your diet. And you want to take the supplements. You want to do it all. And, and if, if you have any questions specifically yeah. on you, just call us. We are always available for phone consultations at no charge. Mm-hmm. We will. We might be with somebody when you call, but we will call you back. 
there's there's three of us doctors in the office all the time and typically speaking yeah yeah we're going to be on the phone with somebody else so uh, because we do that all day long right uh, well i have a cauliflowered ear so that, okay <laughs> you, people think you're a wrestler no no i just on the phone all the time uh, but call us and you know where else in the, on the internet or anywhere else can you pick up the phone and call and talk to a doctor and in not charge you a dime right and it's uh, the number's free it's 800 824-0194. Now, another thing we're going to ask you to do, you want to follow us on Facebook. Please. And Twitter. Yeah. And Instagram. Yeah. And Pinterest we are now and doing all, all the social media. We don't even know what it is, but we're and doing it. Exactly. Okay. And then daily, there are posts <laughs> about health tips and for all, oh, yeah. all right. problems. I mean, not just, you know, breast cancer prevention, but that will be some of them. Yeah. Go to, um, go to our Recipes web, yeah. that actually oh, yeah. are healthier. Right. Ways to eat better. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of information that we're putting out on those venues. And so get on there like us on facebook share us yes. with your friends yes we give away drawings we're give we give away you know where we do do lab work you know where we say okay sign up and one person gets free lab work so exactly. go on our facebook page and and follow us and if you and if you sign up for uh, our newsletter right you can go to our website and sign up for our newsletter one of the things you know every week you know we have a, we also have a, a live tv show that we do locally and on that TV show, we always have a product that we give a deep discount. We always discount. give it, yes. A and that discount. will be you know, published on our Facebook page yes. also. And it and will also be sent mailed out to you. So right. It'll know, actually, okay. if you get on our email list, then we'll actually definitely send you right. all the, any coupons, any, you know, yes. sales we're having. So in other words, it's worth it. It okay? is. Yeah. So go follow us on those venues. And like I said, and if you have any questions, just Always give us a call. Or get on the uh, get on our website and, and email us, and you can email us right directly from that. Uh, right. We get the emails from it from our website almost daily uh, from multiple sources all around the country. So, you know, give us a give us a contact, uh, please. And hopefully, you know, we've given them enough information to at least think about Janine. Right, because you want to do that breast cancer prevention. We can't stress that enough. Yeah, it's not just awareness; it's prevention right. that we want to go for. So, for now. We hope we've given you enough information adding on the Doctor's Nutrition Show so that you can live healthy and be healthy. And we'll see you with the next show. So long and thanks for listening to the Doctor's Nutrition Show with Doctors Jim and Janine Fox. This show is a presentation of DoctorsNutrition.com. Find out more by going online to DoctorsNutritionMedia.com for archives of these shows along with archived Doctor's Nutrition TV shows with the Doctors Fox. You can also call our toll-free customer service number, 1-800-824-0194, where there is never a charge to talk to one of our doctors.